welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for The Mandalorian. Chapter... I'm not going to tell you. Ed's going to know. By the way, I'm joined by my co-host, Ed. Hello, hello. And Noma. Hello there. Caught myself. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> Full uh, bellies, being happy. Yeah. Still functional. Oh, yeah. All right, Ed. For now. What are we talking about today? Today we are discussing the events of The Mandalorian Chapter 20, Foundling. Uh, we're going to talk about what happened in the episode. We're going to talk about what may happen in future episodes. The, everything with The Mandalorian so far is looks like it's going one way, but still really up in the air. So it'll be interesting to hear everybody's thoughts. And we'll let you know as many Easter eggs as we found. But if you did see something that we failed to mention or didn't see at all, please feel free to message us. There's many ways to do so, and Noma will let you know how. Absolutely. Uh, so one of the easiest ways to find us, as always, is our website. That is voiceoftheforce.com. We got the merch. Did it? We got the merch shop as well. Not the merch shop, uh, although who knows? Uh, <laughs> Maybe shop.voiceoftheforce.com. Yeah, Email-wise, we are connect at voiceoftheforce.com, and on social media, we are on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base, and is very much appreciated. Uh, with the kind of end of Bad Batch approaching, we may be trying to swap over to Twitch as well. You can find us there at twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming, and we'll try to let you know through uh, at least Twitter and maybe Instagram uh, when we are going to be streaming. I think we might do Instagram stories for that. So if you uh, follow yeah, us, then sense. you'll see on our when we post it, you'll see the little like purple orange ring thing that lights up. And if you click that, it will show like when we're live and all that stuff. It just makes more sense than I guess on a post. Yeah, that's fair. And you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us in five stars as a comment helps with visibility, and you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Ed and Noma. And let's jump into the spoiler warning quick before we jump into the episode, because mm -hmm. if you haven't watched Chapter 20 of The found the Foundling of Mandalorian, then you might want to stop here because we're going to go into the entire synopsis plot. We're going to spoil everything on that, and we're going to talk about what we can compare to in canon and other things, so all that's going to get spoiled, and speculation going forward. So if you're not up to date on this episode, go watch it, come back, and then listen to us, because we don't want to be the people to spoil it for you, because Noma knows being spoiled on something sucks. Well, I, I, I like how it's, the implication is I'm the only one who's ever been spoiled on this podcast. <laughs> For the most recent stuff you have. I mean, like the like Tales of the Jedi and the Coruscant thing for um, oh, true, last true. episode. But Just small things that were like irking. Yeah. yeah, that's Disney's fault. Yeah. Uh, well, Disney Plus. I think was Tales of the Jedi, was that it? I can't oh, it was also Disney Plus with like the, the yeah. title and like the description. Oh, yeah. Or no, yeah, it was the right. picture. It was the picture behind it. Yeah, yeah. With Yaddle and, and Dooku. And you're like, oh, okay, fuck. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly yeah. what the entire they should they should have never did that. Yeah. I understand. Just put the picture of the name of the show. Mm -hmm. Fuck! Don't put any little like clips from. But if the you show, show the character picture. that looks like Yoda, people will click it. <laughs> probably the thought we need to get those right? clicks god they they weren't invested in the first four episodes so we need or three episodes so we need to get them with this one right yeah uh, well let's but, jump into anyways. the synopsis Get the young man to Kellerin! Go! 
Everything's gonna be all right, kid. Well, like we said earlier, this is The Mandalorian Chapter 20, The Foundling. Uh, the writers are John Favreau and Dave Filoni, and the director is the stew master himself, Carl Weathers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I've mispronounced any of your names, I don't think I have, but if I have, I apologize. Uh, and yeah, let's jump straight into the synopsis. So uh, we kind of start this off with uh, watching all of the Cult of the Watch training on the same beach where the giant uh, turtle alligator snapping turtle thingy uh, attacked them doing a lot of range training and uh, some combat training that I don't think Dan would get this reference, but uh, from me and Ed, it was, it reminded me of something like straight out of KOTOR 2. Uh, we'll t- I'll talk about that later, but it was just kind of funny yeah. being like, Oh, is this, is it, do you carry this all the way from Duxon? Okay. That's exactly. Uh, that's exactly what I was like. <laughs> oh, we're doing the Duxon train. Okay. <laughs> just eh, punch, yeah. eh, throw. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, as Grogu's kind of uh, playing with some, they look like rocks, and they turn out to be, I guess, this version of hermit crabs. Um, Bo-Katan comes by, says a little bit of stuff, and then eventually Din uh, is like, all right, Grogu, it's time for Mandalorian training. Uh, come over here and fight this kid uh, that we saw in episode one getting his helmet, or episode, what, 16, I guess? Or 17. Um, so he fights, quotes, Ragnar with this kind of like, I don't know. I, I don't think we've seen them before. It's it's like a it's like a wrist mounted uh, wrist dart, <laughs> wrist mounted wrist dart, uh, wrist mounted dart launcher. It's the uh, um, it's the singing. What are they called? Nah, it's that. The, but it's the kid whistling, version, isn't it? Whistling birds. Yeah. Or whatever? Nah, I'm, I'm not it's, sure because these ones aren't homing. They're just like one, no, but it's it's just like the kid training version. These isn't were just it? the blasters from Clone Wars that they've turned into darts now because they maybe. can't. They oh, don't have enough power maybe, to yeah. or enough budget maybe, to animate yeah, yeah. the. Pew. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's a training thing. It shoots darts, paintballs right now. Mm-hmm. When yeah. you grow up and you need a wrist launcher, it's just going to be your secondary blaster, just a pew, pew, pew. Kind yeah. of thing. So, so we have a very kind of classic, like Karate Kid-esque thing where it's like, uh, oh, Ragnar's obviously going to win, so he gets two hits on Grogu. You need three hits to win. And then on the last one, uh, Din's like, hey, believe in the you that believes in me. Um, and then Grogu jumps over, like, over Ragnar, jumps back, and then hits him three times and scores the auto win. <laughs> just Ed reacting to that <laughs> reference. <laughs> you for that reference. <laughs> hey, hey. That N one is the drill that will pierce the heavens, you know. Dingendopa. <laughs> Anyways, um, so basically, like once there that lesson is finished, uh, now it's time for the incident of this episode. So this giant skin bat, the horror thing, like drops out of the sky, grabs Ragnar, um, and drags him off. And a bunch of uh, we had Din, Paz, and I think two other Mandalorians uh, try and fly after it, but the bat is flying for so long that everybody runs out of uh, fuel, and uh, they can't pursue it. But uh, we see that as Paz and Din are like, "Oh shit, we're out of fuel." I guess the kid's dead. Uh, Bo's gauntlet flies by them and tracks it. Then we get a confusing scene change because I get kind of assumed like, "Oh, you're gonna shoot it?" No. Nope. Uh, we got back to the, the camp, and Bo's like, oh, I tracked it here, and uh, if we show up with anything technological and use blasters, it'll kill the kid. And it's like, I I think he's already dead, but sure, I'll, I'll trust what you guys are saying. Um, so they put together this plan, and Bo, because, because she's basically the leader of this plan, becomes this leader of this war host, uh, which is, I think, seven people. It's her, Din, Paz, and then four other generic Mandalorians. Um, so they are basically like, okay, tomorrow morning we'll set out and uh, 
go and save Ragnar. And so while they go and do that, the armorer is uh, looking at Grogu because he has to stay behind. He's like, oh, yeah, you're too young for this. Uh, come on over here. Uh, uh, it's time for more Mandalorian history training. And so she uh, brings him into the uh, forge that she's using. And it's like, oh, uh, you know, we, we pass, uh, giving him this whole kind of spiel about Mandalorian history and how they need to go through trials and tribulations to be forged uh, through uh, combat and, well, just trials, I guess, just like the armor has to. And uh, she starts pounding the metal and, and, you know, talking about it. And uh, like father, like son, uh, the pounding of that, that uh, pneumatic hammer uh, triggers flashbacks. Uh, was it, it didn't, the sparks or was it the... I, it seems like it's the pounding of it. It was, uh, it was the sound of it. I, yeah, I thought it was like, the sparks because it was like flashing, and then that was like the door like being like burst in, over by the clones. In season one, I think it's the the pounding is used or to dim. like make it yeah make them remember the super battle droids, yeah. and then for this one, but it, it it's not shown in the best way. Yeah. Um. Because at first I also thought it was the pounding, and I was like, this isn't relevant to what he's saying. Hmm. Why is it happening like that? So it's a little bit um. It's, it's, I guess, like the messiest part of this episode. Well, but I, I took it as like the pounding was putting him into that trance where he's like, he's paying attention. Mm. And then it's like, boom. And it's just like, boom. And there's another again and another and another. And it's like, mm. was that something mm. the temple they did to get you to like, maybe, to yeah. Cl cl um, maybe. Empty your mind kind of thing. So mm. it's like, if that's what was happening while she's getting, it's like, she's droning on and giving you a class and you're just going to like, <laughs> tired. As, yeah. And, and so I used too much force today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so we get grogu's own uh nam flashback like his dad did um but grogu's nam flashback is basically uh what he's seeing um you know the jedi trying to defend him as uh, nightfall is happening and uh we get we do get a harrowing moment where the jedi who's protecting him into the lift dies as like the lift door is closed so yeah. he's just in the elevator with the corpse um and then he goes up the elevator and the door opens and it, it, they make it very clear what they're trying to do because they they Freeze, they like hold on the shot to be like, oh my god, look, it's Ahmed Best. Yes. He's back. And he's he's reached his final form. I love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we get uh, you know, Jedi Beck. Master. Yeah, Keller and oh, Beck, Jedi god. Master Jar Jar, uh, kind of helping uh, Grogu escape from the temple. Uh, they get a cool escape scene where uh, basically, like, a bunch of. Uh, I think they're. Yeah, they're 501st, kind of uh, pull up with some bark speeders. Uh, Kelleran kills them, gets on the bark speeder with Grogu and takes off. Uh, we get my biggest problem with this episode where they're chased by two lat gunships and the lat gunship has the lightest, daintiest, like kiss of a laser shot into the back of the bark speeder. Or I was like, oh, they're dead. No, no, no. It's just the engines a little, a, li a little bit. He says they Coasty. killed the engines, but yeah. it's like, oh no, they made the engines a little strained. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, in any other thing that would have just blown up the bark speeder. Yeah. Like it would have just punched through it. Um, so that was not my favorite thing. Um, but we do get a cool chase scene. Um, there is also another thing I want to talk about that was kind of funny because Kelleran may have inadvertently killed an entire train full of people in the escape. Um, but he does manage to escape. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. And the, the whole chase scene is very cool, but there's a lot of little things where I was like, ah, ah, can we go back for a sec? Because uh, it ends with him uh, coming through this landing pad, this hovering landing pad that has the, I can't remember the full name. It's like a Nebula on the Hawk something. It's the cruiser Padme it's the uses. One. It, yeah, it's yeah. the it's the ship she uses in episode two to get from yeah. Coruscant to Geonosis. Um, so she, so I was like, oh yeah, that's that's 
her ship. I mean, granted, it's not the only ship, right? But I was like, oh, that's her ship. So he lands, and then a bunch of Naboo Royal Security Guards come out, and he's and they're like, oh, get in the ship, and, and we'll get away. And I was like, oh, so you're not you're not staying to, to fight them off. Okay, so he gets in. Um, course on security now pulls up mm-hmm. and then engage in a firefight with the Naboo Guard. And I was like, oh, uh, hmm, okay, that's an interesting idea. Um, so... Kellerin and Grogu get in the ship and take off and basically get the hyperspace to escape. And that's where uh, the flashback ends. Like I said, there's a couple things I want to talk about because it's Isn't very there, cool. But was there a Benedict or no? No, that's in the, the after credits. That's in. Oh, the, yeah. Okay. Uh, the images. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The images. Yeah. Because I, I was thinking the same thing yeah, when yeah. I saw the images. But uh, yeah, so we kind of cut from there and then uh, we get a cool spiel with the armor basically explains like, oh, yeah, our scrap Beskar is handed down to the kids. Uh, so, you know, their, their first pieces that they'll grow out of are, are not like wasteful. Yeah. Uh, so here's your chest piece. I love uh, that. As the line of the Mudhorn. It's cool. It's uh, so a big Grogu's disc. Got... I'm like, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Which is ironic. Cause he's already wearing a Beskar chain shirt. Yeah. But I guess it's now like his double protection. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a very convenient, right? Um, so from there we cut back to, uh, the adventure with the Shriek bat. And so, they land and walk over to where its nest is, the bow scouted, and they're doing some eating stuff. We get some cool updates, uh, or not updates, but I guess lore dumps on the Cult of the Watch, which, again, kind of like I said with Grogu in episode one, it's like, okay, I understand why you why they brought you in so that Din can explain stuff to you. Um, same thing here, where because Bo is now part of the cult, um, where she, she asked Din, like, how do we eat if we're not allowed to show our faces? And Din literally is like, oh, yeah, everyone just goes off to where you can't be seen, and then you eat. Um, and then so she gets up to go, and Paz goes, no, you're the war leader. You get the honor of sitting by the fire. So she takes off her helmet and eats. Uh, cut to the next morning. We get a, a kind of a long shot of them climbing up the rock wall. I thought there was going to be a moment where one of them slips and that, like, oh, tension. Uh, I, feel like it's a, I feel like there's a point where it's just like Paz is like, yeah, yeah you sit here by the fire, and you, you're the war leader, and then, she takes her helmet off. She starts to eat, and he comes back. He's like, "You took your helmet off before somebody else. Yeah. You're out of here." Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be that petty. Yeah, yeah. It's like he doesn't no. want you in the clan anymore. So there you I, go. I you go back to Mandalore, that... back to bathing in the water. Yeah, this dude's been flying around and scaling a mountain face with a fucking Gatling gun the whole yeah, time. Yeah, what a badass. It's like, no. It's like, dude, you're gonna go fight a bird thing, bring yep. a couple yeah, glasses yeah. or something like that. Nope. No, he doesn't. He doesn't fuck around. It's also attached the fact to that, him, so yeah. he literally yeah. can't. Also like, interesting that none of them brought rockets <laughs> to deal yeah. with a giant Maybe monster, so they can have more fuel? They just don't uh, want to kill the kid. That's oh, no, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, well, so, yeah, well, she's a rocket and blow it up. <laughs> Where's the kid? <laughs> Whoops, yeah. collateral damage. Wee! Yeah, well, and, and, and that's fair, because I was thinking that while they were climbing, but then when we learn his situation, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. So uh, when they get to the top of the, the uh, cliff face with the nest, uh, Paz starts going crazy, like, climbing in. Then Bo goes, hey, we should wait and scout. And then, so we get the reveal. Turns out I was right, even though I didn't expect to be right on this, because uh, Paz says, uh, he's my son. So, father, son, Ragnar, Who's makes mom? sense why you... Is my question. Yeah, that's a good question. The armorer? I, I, I'm going to yeah. gonna bet conveniently died off screen. Probably. So that Ragnar could be more like an anime protagonist. There you go. Um, but, as he kind of rushes up the, the... They see a heat source, so they assume it's Ragnar. It's not. It's the Shriek Bat's kids. Um, so he kind of freaks out. The Shriek Bat shows up. Uh, we got a cool scene where Paz uses like the the sticks to protect himself from the Shriek Bat. But um, turns out that Ragnar is still alive. He was in the Shriek Bat, uh, and he kind of like vomits Ragnar up to try and feed to the kids. That 
uh, then triggers a chase scene where we had a very long kind of, you know, the Shriek Bat's trying to avoid them, and it's got Ragnar in its talon. Bo tries to save him, doesn't work. Paz tries to save him, doesn't work. Din tries to save him, uh, and then with that, and they're firing their grapnel launchers more like whip cords to tie up his wings. He manages to catch him, drop him, and then uh, catch him while they're falling. And then there was a very funny moment where basically as they're escaping and they're all fine, um, the Shriek Bat falls into the water. And immediately, as soon as it did, I was like, is this going to be Jurassic World? And then, like, yep. as soon as I had yep. that thought, the another of the alligator snapping turtles comes up, eats the bird, goes down. There's always a bigger For me, fish. I was like, I was like, uh, is it going to drown? Are they just going to leave the drown? Oh, no, it died. Oh, oh it's eaten. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> but, like, as, as soon as I saw that, I was yeah. I was reminded of the Mosasaurus eating the pterodactyl thing. Yeah, I was like, is this the third one or whatever? Yeah. Uh, fourth one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, third one is the stupid raptor going, ah, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyways, that's neither here or there. Uh, so we get a, you know, a nice little scene where, uh, Paz is, is concerned about Ragnar and he's fine. Um, and then we get a, grabs him away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, mean, like, I was like, son. Hey, I saved your son. My son. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes sense. Though, we did have right? a good moment situation. there though, where he's like, like, thank, thank you. Oh, yeah, thank, thank you for your help. And he's like, yeah. this is, this the, is way. the way. And it's like, that's a really yeah. nice, meaningful, this is the way. Not well, just, yeah, we like, are cultists. This is the well, way. You every, know? but think of it every time Ragnar's, uh, of all the fucking names too right um but every time pause has been saying it to him he's just been like you know it's like oh this is the way like yeah. you should know you should this know. was an actual you meaningful know. and one. now it was just like he wasn't even ready to hear it kind of thing he's like oh my kid right right, right. we're part of a yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah brothers in arms now um yeah so, so I'm, I'm really curious to see how that dynamic's gonna change yeah, yeah. It's it's cool how they've been kind of evolving Paz's character over the seasons. Mm. Um, but yeah, so then we get the gauntlet coming back, and uh, we get a, you know, a hero's welcome as they're all coming back. And I love, their, there's a little bit of like, a, they, they do a very good show, don't tell, where like, you know, everyone comes off and they're all, you know, being congratulated, and they're all like, yeah, yeah, we did it. And Ragnar comes off, and he's, he's like so excited. He's got like a little bit of a swagger in him. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, now that I'm not in danger, now I'm not in danger. This is cool. Yeah. So he goes up to the other so kids, being like, yo, check it yeah. out. And I'm a cool yeah, yeah, rip. Yeah. He's like a scar. I survived a street bat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, they don't but know I that. loved it. It was, yeah. it was such a like, an authentic like that kid, kid thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, not in danger. That was amazing. Not well, not just that, but the thing that happens next. I didn't my pants even once. Yeah. But yeah, so, so. They come down and and the armor congratulates them and then I think it's Paz says like oh we are no Bo Bo says um, oh uh, we even brought new foundlings and the armor's like what and uh, they brought the Shriek Bats uh, children Babies, yeah back with it which was uh, another thing because as soon as they got eaten I was like well those kids are dead yeah that's what <laughs> so I thought just like they just leave them <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no it's it's now they've got uh, warmouths right so I was like yeah. oh that's kind of neat okay that's cool that's cool they're making modern basilisks with yeah. these things now yeah, yeah basically yeah. dragon <laughs> dragon lance fighters cannon or... into this. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. You start them off early with putting some blasters on their heads, and then you just make it heavier as they grow. Right, right. Sharks oh with freaking lasers. <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucking uh, scene from Austin Powers. Oh, it's good. Oh, my um, God. But yeah, so uh, during the fight, Bo's, um, which one is it? It's, I think her right shoulder pad gets knocked off. Um, so the armor is like, oh, you lost a, a piece of Beskar. Here, let's go get you a new one. You need a new cauldron. <laughs> yeah, and and so they go in, and <laughs> we get it's it's funny because I, I like I know it wasn't the intention, but basically uh, she's like, oh, what's what, what symbol do you want? Do you want me to make a night owl? Um, and Bo's like, oh, can uh, can I get a mythosaur? 
uh, or is that like against anything? And and uh, the armor is like, no, the Mythosaur is open to everybody. It's it's one of our our most cherished icons. Yeah. And to me, like again, I know it wasn't the intention, but it was just like the the subtle insinuation of like, yeah, yeah that's the basic stuff. Yeah. That's like that's like the the that's like the Chinese tattoo yeah. of Mandalore <laughs> of yeah. like Mandalorian symbols. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so while she's making it, uh, we get a, the bow kind of confiding in the armor about what she saw in the mines. And she says, like, oh, uh, what would happen if I see if I saw one? Like, what do you think that means? And the armor's like, well, you see those in dreams sometimes. That means you've been blessed. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, no, I, I saw one in the mines of Mandalore. And she's like, well, yeah, that that that's super cool. That means that you're Oops. yeah, you've been blessed, basically. Yeah. And Bo's like, no, like, I, I really yeah. saw one. Yeah. And then you kind of get like she's still kind of being a little bit mystical but the armor goes like well then um Does it i guess it means what you want it to mean yeah and and kind of just you know I, I, it, it's unclear if she believes her or not or if she's just kind of humoring her but it's an interesting discussion. it's the benefit of having the helmets right because i can believe mm, her just you don't like, know she yeah. says it the first time she's just like okay okay play cool play cool yeah 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 sure sure <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just like plans now plans plans yeah right. one gauntlet fighter how many of us are there can we all fit in this one thing? Can we make it that? Yeah, yeah. Can we claim men? That would I don't know how I'd feel about that. The cult of the watch claiming Mandalore, but it would be interesting. I want to see Concord Dawn. Go there first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bring back Fen Rao. No, he did. He still nah, he could still be alive. Is he not dead? I thought he died. They didn't in... they didn't wipe out the whole clan though. I think he died in Rebels. Did he? I don't remember that. Uh I think he did. I think I would have. He was my favorite. I'll look it up. Okay. I feel like I would remember that, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, that basically rounds out the episode. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, good episode, fun episode. It is filler, um, yeah. but a lot of stuff are still happening where we're getting information and it's it's tying forward into something new. So it kind of works out a lot better than, you know, as we've been saying before, Bad Batch. Because uh, we can, f- it feels like there's progress being made. You're right, he's and alive. Like, and, and that's it. Like, can It's okay. like sub-filler almost, because like, you you get a lot of information that you, mm. you it's more like you should know these things or here's things you need to know uh here's how things operate no the rockets don't run forever yes they use fuel i like all that the, like all yeah. these little things they were giving us at this point you like oh yeah no he has family and everything like that. everybody's symbol all, like all these little pieces of mandalore like, what 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 is mandalore. why is the myth lore so special well myth sort belongs to all mandalorians it's you're welcome to put on any armor you want. Everybody can have it, but you know, you want your personalized ones too. The night owl one got me though. Cause it's just like, so just if there's a girl Mandalorian, she's all automatically in the night. I'm like, that's kind of, I think, dumb, I, think right? I think it was specifically well, to. Oh, Katan, right. Cause like she themed herself after the night owl. Well, we see yeah, a I... few in, in the crowd as well though. Because well, all the girl visor shapes are, t- are like owl visors. I'm like, they why are, is but that their their colors are not the owl. Like the the night owl stuff. Like all of her symbols and stuff are all owls, but all the other it's, ones are not. Right? Oh, okay. I think it's it's something that's like it's it's kind of ironically for all the stuff that has been explained. Well, it's a little that's... bit up in the air because I think Clan Ren has it, or yeah, I think Clan Ren has it too. But that is more up in the air because everyone's design was the same in Rebels, right? Yeah, it all kind of fit into a template, so it's harder to tell there um just yeah i'm not sure find out more yeah and but but it's also like because because bo group was called the the night owls but never in the show um it was always just what they referred to them as as far as i remember it it was just what they were called when people were referring to them in articles and such um so it's very 
the the official status as far as i know has not been um stated like properly it's just been referred to a whole bunch of times uh it says yeah there the night owls were elite mostly female mandalorian unit made up of warriors led by bulk tankries so it's something that's specific okay. to her oh, okay yeah but it, they but because they never say it and then it's, they don't yeah. really mention yeah. it in season five it, it it that's i think where yeah a lot of the confusion comes from i was gonna say so before we get into like our specific opinions on it was mm. this one of the favorite episodes this season so far for no. me for sure Really? I love it. Are you forgetting I, what we saw like two no, episodes ago? No, it, not my favorite, but it is one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. So far, sure, but yeah. I mean, it was a fun episode. There was some uh, good yeah. stuff in this episode. I enjoyed it. I really did. But I've been enjoying yeah. every single one of them so far. Yeah. More well, so than the first one, I'd say, because I think that mm -hmm. was the one that gave us all the most questions. The pirate design was awesome. The pirate, yeah, uh, like, with uh, Gorian mm -hmm. Shard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not him specifically. I didn't need to see. I, I didn't see Davy Jones. That was in so space. cool. <laughs> Just rewatched uh, the first yeah, two episodes. In ghost stories, then. Yeah. We are in one. Yeah. Barbosa now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, for for me right now, episode three is still the top just because of that uh, tie interceptor fight. Yeah, that was fucking oh, sick. Oh, okay. Just There's some really like they really yeah. space out some of the amazing moments in this season so far. Like every episode has mm. something. No, I'm still based off my reaction the way I, it was like because I didn't say episode three for it. I didn't do anything for it. Oh, it was the Mythosaur reveal. Yeah, so episode three. Like that one. Oh, that, was just, that was episode two. two. There was, was two because he, he yeah, made it yeah. right there. Yeah, and the right? two, three, they go back to yes, Karava. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Caravera? Kalevala. Kalevala, there we go. Kalevala. Kale, Kalevala? Yeah. Kalevala? I don't know. But that, at that point, I was Kale. just like, <laughs> no. Like Dragon Ball. That's why I said no. I didn't <laughs> want you to say that next part, and you went through and Continue. said it. Uh, <laughs> fucking fake ass Broly shit. Well, um, we'll cut the difference, Kefla. Yeah, Khalifa. Kefla, the Ke character that was Just cool the, until they the, needed the Jiren to be cooler. Or yes. then I got angry. Ah <laughs> oh, man. No, yeah, was that it, yeah, that was the that was the episode where I actually had a whoa kind of mm. fucking <laughs> screaming reaction to positively, mm. versus these ones where I was just like cool do you guys thank you that's good you guys want me to get into some of the behind the scenes stuff with like keller and beck and just like all that stuff oh i know you also, want to i really yeah, right? fucking do i really <laughs> so, do all i'll say is is before this um when, as soon as i saw him and and they started doing the scene i was thinking like oh okay cool so is this the same jedi that he's going to be playing in the kids game show um which is which I I then was like oh it probably is once it that shows that he got away yeah um, well and so I'm assuming you know for sure the, so yeah the kids game show takes place before this it's taking place during the Republic oh okay he's a teacher so his his Keller and Beck is the host of the Jedi Knight or Jedi Kids Challenge Jedi Knight Challenge on mm. Star Wars YouTube oh, right so basically it's okay. like it's like a mini type Survivor kind of like obstacle course for kids to earn their Jedi lightsaber uh, right yeah what's that what's that show called that we didn't get legends of the hidden temple oh yeah it's called jedi temple challenge is what it's called sorry gotcha so um, well and, and i'm assuming it's it's kind of like a an homage to that yeah and so like he got to create keller and beck with the help of the starwars.com team mm -hmm. to create that show right and so for him mm -hmm. the character keller and beck and like what the, the lore behind this character is is he focuses on teaching he doesn't like participate in the war he just teaches younglings and mm. like Padawans and stuff like that, right? So that's his big, like, kind of his meaning as a Jedi. And um, 
some interesting things. I don't know if you guys noticed, but the the symbols on his yeah on his uh, tunic, Robes. those mm. stuff, those things, which I thought was really cool, like design, um, was actually from um, stuff that he's inspired by for Afrofuturism, which okay. is oh, like okay. uh, the African American experience in sort of like a cyberpunkish kind of futurism mm. kind of aspect. Um, cool. as well as some of his own tribal tattoos that he has. So hmm. I thought that was kind of cool, just like kind of mixing that into the character. Hmm. Um, the name Kelleran Beck is an homage to uh, the character in uh, Attack of the Clones, the movie, episode two, when Anakin and Obi-Wan go into the little nightclub. Ahmed Best plays a character named Ahmed Beck in the background as like a little like oh, a, a, nightclub guy, a nightclub guy. Mm. Um, so that was kind of like an homage to him. Whether they're not related or not, I don't know. Um, mm, which is kind of funny. In there, probably not. It's like it's like, <laughs> why can't you be like your big brother Kellerin Beck, huh? Huh, Ahmed? Sure, what the well, hell's wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly. I'm not even gonna say that next part. I was thinking. Yeah, of. yeah. <laughs> but uh, his character, funny enough, he actually was a little hesitant. He said he was nervous in terms of when John Favreau and Dave Filoni approached him to join in on this uh, mm. on Star Wars again, because he's had a terrible experience when he was it's playing Jar Jar Binks and the aftermath yeah. of that yeah. stuff. Coming back, well, it was, it's just Jar Jar though, and that's not that's, his fault. Yeah. No, it's yeah, not yeah. his fault. That kind of tying and into he, that. But though, he put a lot something... of him, the thing is he put a lot of himself in that character, like the mm. voice from. Yeah, but then they turn the character into a bumbling fucking idiot. Like but that's that's, not much that's the character, after. right? Like that and like is the it? Vo- it is because though. all the there's other Gungans out there who aren't just no, but dumb. Jar Jar. Well, mm-hmm. just because like some char- some human characters can be you know. Shitty people. Absolutely. Some people can great. But the, but the problem yeah. is, he's the same amount of hate, though. Yeah, but he's basically the face of the Gungans, right? Because yeah. you see him. Yes, he's the, he's the he's the he's the child. Yeah, and Boss Nass doesn't really help either. Right? Uh, but, no, absolutely not. But uh, yeah. he was a little nervous, and he said he would like let them know. He took a little bit of time to think about it, but then he wanted he decided to do it. Um, and I, I think it's a really interesting idea because his character. Um, he said the martial arts style is like between it, it, the lightsaber style that he was using was inspired by a screamer sticks and like how that's oh, like he, cool, he knows cool. the screamer because if yeah, you see yeah. him watch he yeah Dick Grayson if you Good watch if you watch that <laughs> uh, it was uh, the screamer sticks yeah kind no of that, stuff. that's true it's, it makes it's very less, he's like, it, it was something i was curious i was like in the back of my head curious yeah. about because it's less it doesn't look so much like jai car right not at all yeah it's like archive yeah sorry dark um because you know, usually from what I am, am used to, Jarkai uh, is like both weapons moving yeah. at the same time, right? Like Ahsoka style. Ahsoka. But his was, yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of like uh, kind of figure eights and pinwheels and um, yeah, it's interesting. Escrima is, I think, the it's Filipino. Uh, I believe so. I it's it's a, yeah, or? yeah. It's really interesting in, in the fact like he worked with the like what he knows and kind of mm. brought it into the character as well, right? And. The nickname for this Jedi that he has is the Sabered Hand, which like you see him in this episode, and it's just like, yes, that makes a lot of sense. Because um, he only had the one saber to start with, and, and he then he picked up, up another one. Saber, yeah, he was originally like, supposed to have a purple to using saber, two, apparently. Which was like, like, the, hmm. See, I'm glad they didn't do that because yeah. Then yeah. it still gives it still gives the the Legends lore yeah. a bit of credence yep. Yep. for for. And, and I, I think then you, if you, if they had that, starts to set up a. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, you were talking about uh, Vapod. Vapod, yeah. Uh, no, just Windu in general. But yeah, yeah. But oh, okay. yeah, it, it would make sense for. Oh, because the color and how he drew the dark yeah. and the light is purple. Not like I don't do that. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. There is a quote. Um, I, I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I, I think the other reason it's very good that they didn't do that is because then you'll have some of the the more idiotic parts of the fan base. Oh, uh, no, he's there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, have a purple yeah. saber. Well, Ahmed exactly. Best wanted that purple saber. saber. He, he he said like that. Like in he wanted his, it. Yeah, he wanted it. Yeah. yeah. So um, he, just, he didn't want to be um, generic kind of thing. I guess. Like, mm. okay. I should have gone yellow orange. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so a quote. Oh, yeah, what go ahead. What do you think? One last thing. Yeah, go. Uh, just because uh, it made me think of this is like, yeah, uh, now that it, like, we know that, that it is a screamer and it's that kind of thing, I, I would love to see in, in like, another a future fight scene, him, like, fucking throw a deactivated lightsaber, bounce off a wall, yeah. activates, and hits Yeah. <laughs> That'd be sick. Well, some, like, real good grace and stuff. Yeah. Oh. Well, he should, the thing is, he should be able to do it because just, just guide it with the force. Yeah. That way you know exactly <laughs> it, it could bounce off nothing. Because and I'm actually, you can make it bounce yeah, off invisible great, wall. Great segue into this quote, wall. by the way. Because he's talking about the <laughs> okay. Force and how he feels his character kind of interprets it. Mm. So he said, mm. to me, the Force is not just a thing a Jedi taps into when they want to throw something heavy. The Force is a thing that is constantly moving. You're always interacting with it. I see it as like you're underwater and you're moving through water. That's what it feels like moving with the Force, he says. But trusting the Force means trusting that these ebbs and flows of this feeling you can move with. Um, Ooh, okay. And he did that while like oh, shooting so the scenes with, with Kelleran. And every single situation of this, I'm trying to really tune into the bigger feeling of the Force. When I'm getting attacked by the trooper, uh, I'm feeling I feel them coming. The waves of the Force are coming, or sorry, moving me before they even show up. So I know what's about to happen because I feel the like the wave, the disturbance, I guess, in the force. So did, and did you can the react waves to it. wash over the blaster bolt that was aiming yeah. for the, the engine same, and make it Same weaker? thing on the speeder. I can feel the ship coming. <laughs> so when I so then I can react to it, he says. I see them really mm. having a lot of trust in this ability to surf the force. Um, he also has a very big uh, passion for motorcycles, apparently. Okay. Um, so that was kind of like a speeder bike chase mm. stuff as well. And he's always wanted to do a lightsaber fight scene, that kind of stuff. So mm. that kind of fell in with the beginning part so. it's like they just it's like what have you wanted from this oh from this yeah, thing that has yeah. destroyed you so much we're gonna give everything to you he develops his own that. fighting technique for Kelleran, <laughs> taking inspiration from bruce lee and the style of the unknown allowing beck to fall into these situations and adapt okay um, so yeah that there that leads more into the water thing yeah than... mm. yeah okay so yeah i thought it was a really cool little interview it's on starwars.com yeah. i'm gonna put it in the description of the episode for people to read definitely um, yeah, and if you want to, if you want to take a course taught by Ahmed Best, you can take his Afrofuturism course over at Stanford. He teaches there as an instructor. Yes. Stanford so. University, nice. Yeah, so go um, uh, go uh, go meet Professor Best. <laughs> no, I think that's uh, that's a really. I love the fact that they did it because I think if anybody from there's two people who deserved so much after what they have to go through with fandom, after what they have to go and watch their movies and see all that and remember all that every time because people will bring it up all the time. Yep. Um, but first, I'm at best for sure. And then the second is Hayden Christensen. And mm -hmm. so what they did for him in, in the Kenobi series was fantastic. Yeah. For that, bringing him back, showing him do all the things and be like... Building you know, upon the Clone yeah. Wars too. Exactly. It's, it's like, such a... it's. Oh, sorry. Go on. Oh, no. It's just... It's good to see them returning and like open arms from everybody and fandom mm. not going stupid nuts but we've all grown up kind of a little bit where now we can look back and be like yeah no i'm sorry i was a fucking idiot like mm. you you're doing what you had to do kind of thing you know yeah yeah i mean th thankfully for all of us we were all too young to use the internet like that when uh 
those yeah. movie the prequels are coming up but yeah absolutely it, the the it's so i i can't understand the logic of hating an actor for the character they play right whether it's it's, the, it's not knowing or, and having too much feeling that but, you own what you're watching but, but the stupidity like just the sheer numbskullness to think that the actor playing a it's character ignorance. is the one is that way them. yeah it's yeah. full yeah. ignorance and like yeah, you see it with Jar Jar, you see it with, like, young and, you know, old Anakin. Like, even outside of that, um, I can't remember his name. Uh, Jack Gleason? Yeah. Yeah, Joffrey. I think it's Jack he Gleason. Left, if he I, if he left, yeah. That. He's not acting well, he, Yeah, he doesn't act anymore. Yeah. And, and like, like, the, the, yeah. to show how good a performance you, you yeah. did, and yeah. your acting was unbelievable that people genuinely yeah. hate you. Even Cersei, um, I forget her name. I Lena Headley. Uh, Lena Headley, yeah. 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 Yeah, people were going up to her and being like, I want to hit you. And it's just like, you don't fucking do that to people. Yeah. And Shane from The Walking How, Dead, like a lot of people hated his character. Yeah. But and I love the separate, reason I love. But then they see him in Punisher and they're just like, oh, yeah. John Bernthal, oh, he's cool. the best ever. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I love John Bernthal after The Walking Dead season three. And then after that, I'm like, dude, this guy's a phenomenal actor. I got to see him in other stuff. Mm. And when he became The Punisher, I was on board 100%. And apparently he's coming back you. as The Punisher. I'm like, let's I'm, go. Him, I was going to say, I wasn't on board with him doing what he did, but the scene and what, with the barn and when so all good. the little the little girl oh. came out, he's just like, how's he still walking? Yeah. How's he yeah, still Yeah, he's so good, man. And he was going off and I was just like, he's right. Yeah. Listen to I, He was season seven in season three. Yeah. And <laughs> nobody was fall. Oh, man. For for that specifically, I can't say anything to it because I stopped watching The Walking Dead at that point. Um, I couldn't get past the farm, but yeah, no, like even um, oh, what's what's her name, Kelly Marie Tran? I, I just keep thinking of oh, Tika, yeah. but like, yeah, it it blows my mind how and and kind of tying into that, I saw a bunch of articles this week that just just kind of blew my mind on how stupid they were because it was like, oh, Ahmed Best has like redeemed himself in this episode of of Mandalorian. I was like, what do you mean redeemed, redeemed himself? himself? Yeah. He didn't have what anything f- to redeem. Yeah. What kind of a stupid... And, and yeah. most of the articles are from site. I'm not going to name it's, them. It's but the clickbait. Sites, it's the clickbait stuff. It, exactly. It's sites that I'm like, this is garbage. Like, it's the ones where it's like, oh, Ace is actually... Uh, Ace from One Piece is sexist because one time yeah. he used a woman's skirt to wipe his mouth. It's like... You yeah. fucking... It's just, just trash out. It's, trying to, it, find, it it's trying to find people to click something just to get that yeah, one it's, view. It's, it's because a lot of people have that first reaction I do where it's like, yep. what the fuck? But then they click it, right? Yeah. As opposed to... You know, I'm not saying I'm better. It's just my reaction is immediate, like revulsion. Like, I want yeah. like, no. Bullshit. It's not that he, he got redeemed; yeah. like it, he deserved better from the fandom, yeah. and yeah. this gives him that opportunity to be what he wanted to be, and to basically exactly. just bring the fandom around and be like, "Yeah, no, this is something that needed to happen, and Ooh. is the only like the person that needed it the most." I think was definitely Ahmed Best. Yeah, like I'm gonna take the fans and us right out of that. He did it for him, a hundred percent. They gave yeah. him the opportunity to just be him, and, and he chose to do it. He Star wanted Wars. to do it. Yeah. That was it. He didn't. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't have directed anything to the fans. Anything to, I just said thank you to Filoni and Favreau and be like, here's me. Am I gonna go Love back and watch Jedi Temple Challenge now? Kind of you thing. bet your ass I am. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't know but, about that. Okay. <laughs> no, you guys won't. But I definitely will. <laughs> Um, hey, it's it's for the demographic that it's for. It sounds great. Oh I'm yeah, not that demographic. No, no, definitely though. not. I, I'm going yeah. in with it like I want to know more about Keller and it. And there's, I think there's some stuff in oh, there. Okay, okay. Um, the other thing I want to say is, if you have younger cousins or anything like that, make the excuse to make them watch. I, oh, I don't need to. Marissa, Marissa's on board. She loves Ahmed Best and anything he does, and Jar Jar Binks 110. percent So, 
she got spoiled in the fact that he's, you know, in Mando, so... Because you freaked out about it? No, I kept it under wraps. Oh, wow. And okay. I said, we need to plow through the rest of Clone Wars because we're almost there, and we can go into it. <laughs> and uh, she got spoiled from uh, people Internet. on Instagram, so... Yeah. Because, uh, like, okay. they just po they pushed out, like, so much, like, yeah. uh, promotional yeah. content. We need, we need views. We need views. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. I guess kind of, kind of skipping from that to... I do want to touch on the parts that I was most... The oh, yeah. parts of the episode that I guess like me most, right? Because uh, it is from Speeder Chase onwards. Mm -hmm. It's it's very cool, um, but yeah, like like we talked about the the lightest lat laser blast I've ever seen in my life. Um, you mm -hmm. know these things merc tanks and or not merc tanks, but like light tanks, like slug droids and spider droids and stuff. But it, like tickled the bark speeder. Could it be that um, Palpatine didn't want you know Grogu no, to get know. killed? There, there were like there's too much too much rain I, man i know i honestly you i didn't even I mean? think about it being like i i didn't even see the blast hit the speeder bike i might have blinked or walked, looked away or something for a second but to me it was like yeah i didn't even see it so like oh okay it wasn't shot. like they were yeah. far away when no they, they were pretty close yeah, like, yeah. power and it would be there and, yeah because it was because the chase kind of reminded me of godzilla uh nine the 90s godzilla but it was cool we're, no not, not the godzilla movie <laughs> the chase scene in this in this yeah oh yeah no but it, it, just in the fact that like you see the lats before they hit um coloring yeah where they're like they're just they're firing and they're missing and they're hitting parts of coruscant and it's like well okay and they're firing that poor... live in like traffic yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly. the part where i was kind of like, like yeah okay. that poor bastard who was who like woke up for a snack and then his fucking living room gets shelled by a, yeah. by a lat uh, yeah. blast right but well, um, one of them fucking cr they crashed and fell into a building, did they not? Yeah. Uh. Well. So. So. The train too. We. Yeah. The the train part. I think. I, I'm not sure. Maybe they did, and I I missed. I must admit, or if they did, I missed that part. Um. But yeah, later on when he goes into the tunnel where, where you see the train coming at him, you know, Ahmed, <laughs> Ahmed, um, Kellerin, uh dives around it, right? Yeah. But then we see a shot of the Coruscant security trooper doing like a head-on collision with this. I don't know if. Uh, yeah, train. Don't know if it's a passenger train or a freight train. But, like, the implication is they're both destroyed in the explosion. It's like, oh, did you just kill a train full of people to save group? But we don't know because we don't actually see the explosion. We just see Keller and shoot into the yeah. train station. Now, to, uh, I want to say, to be fair, he was just like, oh, we're going to take the tunnel. I'm just like, stupid. It's true. Just it's true. you off on the other <laughs> side. But okay. And, yeah. yes, tunnel would equal train. But, oh, shit. Didn't think of that because we're kind of running away from yeah. things now. Mm. So, give you that. Yeah, train is coming. Yeah. Senses on Spidey <laughs> yeah. Sense going nuts. So, okay, thing behind me, can't save them all. Yeah, go. No, and, and, and you'd, you, oh, you're right though. Like, if there was yeah. a big ass explosion, it would have come through the other side of the tunnel. We would have seen it that yeah. way too. So, no, and, probably and just the first few cars, maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but no, you do bring up a good point, right? Like, yeah, you're panicking. You're in the moment. You're fighting for your life. You're not, you know taking every every single precaution and but it was just the fact that they don't show any aftermath mm. i was like hey wait a minute and then we're already at the next yeah. scene where we then i think it's that same scene we see him crash for a second uh by the coruscant monument yeah or the saw, from him yeah uh, an episode of like, yeah mm. that was rather uh, convenient off again. place to bleed i love it though that was good yeah yeah right we're not just, reusing assets, guys. Just out um, of but it all cool the places kind of... you can land on in this ecumenopolis, <laughs> yeah. as they like yeah, to tell yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. This is everywhere? I thought it was a mountain, yeah. not mountain range. Yeah, mountains. Yeah. <laughs> it's the lonely mountain sticking at the top. It's the one. Yeah. And everybody it, wants to crash it? Hey, it's fucking hazard. Hey, remember, so yeah, not remember a, the not thing from last episode? Attraction. Yeah. <laughs> 
but it is it is interesting as well to just like kind of think about like oh it hasn't changed in the what 50 years that it's been yeah um or no uh 26 20 28 28 ish 30 you know sub 30 ish amount of years that it's been since um pushing uh saw it pushing yeah in in the last episode um yeah and so the, the last thing that kind of bugged me just because it's like the ramifications of it are never touched upon is like very clearly we see the naboo royal guard are helping keller and escape right like it's the same outfit from episode one um that is what i immediately recognize like oh it's it's the padme style ship and it's the people okay so like Kellerin's gonna give grogu to them and then he's gonna die valiantly Nope. But then when he escapes and the clones are fighting the Naboo, I'm like, oh, this just became an incident. Like, this is now the Naboo Royal Guard fighting Coruscant security. Yep. Yep. That doesn't fly. The um, senator is I about think, to die in a little that's bit. That's true. Well, I'll also say, too, I think the ship didn't belong to Padme anymore. No, I, I don't even think it's her ship. I think it's just another... But just the fact that it was uh, the no, 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 no. I think... I think at least in my mind, who are the two people that were senators for Naboo? Padme I know what you're and Jar Jar. Saying and, and, no, 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 Jar Jar, right? Because Jar Jar needs a ship to get around too, right? And Padme's oh, got a new God. ship. Who did she give but, her old one to? The other senator. Sure, but then either way, this it is makes still sense, now though. a... Yeah. But it's still yeah. then a, a, a planetary scale incident where it's like... Yes. The, I mean, they can, the write it under the, they can write it under the thing and be like, oh, they just got... Her in an accident, but again, yeah. uh, this dude, it's, it's the same thing as Bad Batch, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, not I'm not saying like, oh, I need an answer right yeah, now, no, but no, it's no. like, okay, so you can't just skip over this and just be like, and then everyone they can and they did, fine. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and and actually, Noma, in this particular instance, in world, they might choose to skip over it, Co- oh, cover up kind of thing, yeah, more so that, especially because. Dan's point, Palpatine was the Naboo senator. And now seeing this, he's like, oh, no, there were misguided things and mm. alerts weren't made properly. And so they saw this and they still think the Jedi are good and something's going on. They can just blame on, it on the so Jedi. The Jedi help. killed these guys. Like, easy as that. cameras everywhere. So, yeah. It's it's all the, you have to actually have a statement about it. So you can you can say something that's like they were misinformed and they unfortunately the Jedi led them to their death because they were fighting yeah. valiantly. Yeah, but we're not gonna get that in this episode with the, the pacing that we got. Well, not not this yeah. episode. But no, not not being, this episode. Yeah. But like as an explanation in universe yeah, for why they were doing it. Hundred percent. Yeah, because Palp would make it himself at that point because there's no. I don't think he'd let Jar Jar do it at that. No, point. absolutely not. <laughs> Right, no, especially okay. since Jar Jar is probably but, in league with, uh, and he's just like and my home. But look, look at how dedicated my home was to like believing in defenders and everything like that. Mm. Only for to have them spit on yeah. everything that we believe in and, and, betray and really us. vilify yeah. them. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah, and and that's why you know, like I said, I'm not. I wasn't like, oh, how dare they not explain it this episode? But it is something that I hope you know, because I assume be. going forward to get some more scenes with Kelleran and, and Grogu or something along those lines. And then, yeah, exactly, right? Uh, the, the Jedi took advantage of the Naboo, like you said, the Naboo security, mm. and, and look at where it led them all to die in a, in a senseless thing. We need to hunt down Kelleran and uh, X, Y, Z. So, It'd be interesting. Yeah, it, it, it depends on how they want to go yeah, about like it. They like if, the they're gonna, God. if they're going to focus right. on Kelleran and like the escape and all that stuff, mm. that I could see that going that way. But I just, I honestly think it's going to be like, 
hop, skip, and a beat, and like the next thing is Kellerin has to like hand him off to somebody else, and like Kellerin dies valiantly or something. It's it's gonna be a chain of events that leads him into that. Um, yeah, into the Imperial hands because those flashbacks are very quick. Caught. Like this is the mm. longest flashback we've had. And then it's yeah. them trying to recover the asset, right? Yeah. Yeah, because so they, they, they do eventually recover something that you had. So they did get him at one point. It's yeah, just but what, was it during the Remnant era or was it during the Empire? Like, what happens in between that? We don't during, know. I'd say during only because, remember, that's what Pershing's working on throughout and then still working mm. on after so everything. Are we going to see this during Mount Tantus then? Be convenient. Hmm. I mean, good. If, if, it, it, if he is captured, then yes. I could 100% see but, that. If not, yeah. then they're working towards something that they could eventually go to that once they find out that he's alive. I, I, I assume that they only had him for a short amount of time because then, you know, Pesci needs him back again. For for me, in my head, I mean, you know, it's all speculation, but I see it as almost like a a even less hopeful Nico Robin uh, to now go into one yeah. piece. Um, because you've got, you know, at least eight-year-old Nico Robin can, like, talk. Right, mm -hmm. but that we've got a at this point, what, 30, yeah. 20 year old Grogu, thirty, who, like yeah, 30. yeah, twenty or thirty, yeah, uh, oh yeah, fifty. So yeah, um, he's 52? fifty in Mando season one, right? Yeah, fifty two ish. So like, yeah, it's it's you've got uh, Nico Robin who can't even speak and like doesn't know the first thing about living for yourself, right? Because yeah. he's been in the temple this whole time. Um, so I could see it kind of being like that, bouncing from place to place and X, Y, and Z. Um, gets caught by the Empire for a bit, and then maybe, you know, as he's captured, they're starting to work on him, then Endor happens, and then everything collapses, and then he gets away, yeah. and then it's a whole yeah. six years of tracking. But who knows? It, it could be anything at this point. Yeah. Oh, definitely definitely good episode. Uh, we, touched, we touched on the ducks and things already, because that was something yeah. that... <laughs> the, the, I found out yeah. they're from old uh, EU stuff. Shriek Hawks is what they're called. Wasn't that oh, okay. yeah. the, 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 the whole time? Yeah, it said it in the, the synopsis. Oh, was it? Okay. But, um, but I, cool. I, I thought I there was just gonna, a gigantic Shirak for a second, like yeah, you right? saw in Carabon. <laughs> yeah. But I was just yeah, like, yeah. It's, God, it's massive. Yeah, <laughs> this thing was but huge. Then I, was just like, but, I was like, no, I looked them up afterwards. I was like, there's no way that's a Shirak. Why did Mandalorians like, want to stay on this planet? Because it's because in their blood. Yeah. yeah. Well, that well, that's why I wanted to bring test, up the test normal of before. And all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so, so this is because yeah, that this is moon... place and it's it's not like anything spoiler wise. It's just something that that you see while you're in one of the areas. Yeah, but the moon of Duxin. It's Sorry, one of the moons of Onderon, Duxin. Mm, yeah. And like you, there's a whole Mandalorian compound there, and the forest is rife with danger. There are <laughs> Nexu. Is it almost are... like uh, Iriadu in that aspect of like the trials by fire? Like if you if, make it out, if, then you're good. If Iriadu's whole place... Yeah, was like that. Yeah. Was the Carrion Not spike, just them. Yeah. Then yes. Yeah, yeah. But legit all of Duxin is this. It's just this monster yeah. like rife Tar planet. Tarentatex and um, Nexu and... I don't know if there's any rank or like, whatever the thing they're, they're basically called. Australia. Uh, yeah, like Australia. Everything wanted to kill you, yeah, yeah. right? Like, I mean, Australia. Every everything does want to kill you, even yeah, kangaroos. Exactly. Like everything <laughs> there. Not, is even, is not even kangaroos. The snails and the octopus. The koalas like, have chlamydia. What do you want? Yeah. No. It's it's the only it's the only uh, area in the world that has a snail that can kill you. What with is this projectile? Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! Snail. Yeah. It's a it, it shoots a dart. 
that of just slime? fully paralyzes a full-grown mat. Uh, well, it's coated in mucus, but um, yeah, it's it's literally a carnivorous snail, and if you step on it, a it'll carnivorous you. snail. Yeah, yeah. And it just like it, disintegrates it, your body. You need to. Does it? No, disintegrate. Well, like I mean, it goes on you like a snail <laughs> it, doesn't like breaks it down, right? It, let, let me let me let me talk. <laughs> so it, the the cone snail hunts by it basically make it waits till fish come close enough, and then it hits them with the dart to paralyze them, and then while they're paralyzed, it eats them alive. Um, but if you step on one in Australia, it'll hit you with the same dart, and it paralyzes you to the point where you can't. Is it that breathe. one, or is it the Irukandji? I'm pretty sure it's yeah. If it hits you, then you can't even breathe. Like your lungs just stop. It's such a potent paralytic. Um, so kind of like uh, the thing you're thinking of is spiders, Dan. No, no, um, I think the ones. The snails don't have mouths, do they? Yeah, they scrape off. They scrape off stuff. It's like oh. a, it's like a one or two teeth. Oh, I had no um, idea they had teeth. Kind of yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, nature's horrifying. Yes. Nature's yeah. horrifying, and I like watching a lot of it. But, but that's why I, yeah. when you get to the actual compound after going through all these trials and seeing them, mm. and they're doing the whole thing. They have the training circle where they yeah. have fights like this, where you actually take part in one. Yeah, it's a hunting party. Um, you know what it reminded me of immediately that I thought you guys would have brought up immediately? Monster Hunter. Uh, kind of, yeah. It was definitely a, a like a hunting bit. party kind of Monster Hunter vibe where you have to go to the nest. And... I, I, oh, I think, yeah, you're, you're talking about the actual. Oh, so, so what me and Ed are talking about is the beginning of the episode mm. when they're training and they've got the. Sorry, I thought line. you meant the other part. Yeah, no, because no, 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 no. the the you walk around and seeing what life is like for a As normal man, day oh, yeah. before yeah. the the bat comes. I'm out. sorry, I, yeah. I misheard that. Then sorry. No worries, but like, yeah, because you, you see some of them, like you hear the trainer going like one. Yeah, the instructor like mm. again one two like all that yep. that stuff happens. So like to mm. see this, I know a lot of people like I was just looking online. A lot of people found this episode kind of boring at that point too. Like they're waiting for like the big villain or something to show up or whatever. Mm. I was just like, this is the season I've been waiting. For. Yes, this yeah. is yeah. we're seeing lore, history, culture, all the things that make them what yeah. they are. This is what we're seeing. But we've we flashed life. blasters. Yeah. I would have loved some Mandalorian music behind it, already, though. Where you don't care about anything else, huh? I would have loved to hear like some sort of like tribal Mandalorian music, though. That would have been so good. I'm waiting for the finale, dude. Yeah. Because the one time I was waiting to hear it, like you, yeah. was when on the it, the, yep. uh, the approach to Mandalore yep. and, and mm. the descent onto Mandalore, oh. I was waiting for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. When he's going down with the jetpack into the... Where is it? No. As he's <laughs> doing the... the He's speaking the the words and going into the pool. Mm -hmm. Nothing. So I was like, okay, it's not happening yet. It's still good. <laughs> I need this. Yeah. <laughs> the Gratuakun. I yeah. must hear it. But they might they might say it as like, you know, it's it is a Mandalorian chant, but A, that was Legends. So they might True. not even be able to use it anymore unless they're paying somebody um I don't think it's Mandalorian. It's definitely clone. Just looking at the lyrics and, and basic. Did, what did he just say? Well, it's it, like listen. Okay, so listen to the lyrics. I don't no, think, no, no, I'm... I don't think Mandalorians would say this. Listen, glory, one indomitable heart, brothers all. We the wrath of Coruscant, brothers all, and the glory, eternal glory, we shall bear its weight together, forged like the saber in the deaths uh, of death, brothers all. The Coruscant part so, is the only oh, part so to me that's like you hmm. really, so, you really need to let me finish go for when it. I'm going on with these things. Hmm. First off, my first point was going to be that. They were trained in Legends by Mandalorians. And Django mm. himself being one 
X, yeah. yeah, X hey, one, yeah. Right. In I, hey, in Legends, he's a full Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Right. So it's like, that, that's why he gets that would have been. He yeah. brings in other Mandalorians to train. Yeah. yeah. Oh, does so he? The clones, oh, okay. Yes. So the clones are Mandalorian by birthright. Yeah. They just mm. and by all the fighting and yeah. everything and all the training. They basically are. They have the same so skill set. To make a song about war and everything like that is a very in Republic Commando makes sense because it's legends. Yeah, that makes a lot but, of sense. Yeah, but the Grotto Akun specifically is yeah. for the GAR because of all that stuff. Yeah, and they came up like the they actually came up with that one themselves, and the, the trainers are just like, what are they doing? It's just like this is them. Yeah, they're kind it's of a like, badass song regardless. Yeah, and and Cal's kind of there, it's just like. <laughs> yeah, my boy. And, and the other ones are just fuck. Stop them unless you have more yeah. to do. And it's just like oh. listen to. But Cal's like, this yeah. is Mandalorian. Whereas in canon, I guess they they have training from all the bounty hunters and Jedi, and that's it. Uh, that's in Clone Wars. Would they even like they have, they have Shock T that was training them, and uh, they yeah, hired yeah. like four or five bounty hunters to train them as well. Mm. Yeah, which is yeah, just, and like, you don't hire Dengar to train these. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah, Please. and it's kind of annoying because there's some great moments in Legends that I wish they'd brought over to canon. Like there's there uh, when Omega Squad's reminiscing on their training, and they're like, "Yeah, I remember when Cal used to sneak us in pieces of fruit and stuff from off world because we'd only ever eaten like ration packs." Yeah. It's like ah, oh, fucking Cal Scarada. And who's the other? Who, who's Oh, sorry. The big guy who used to butt heads with all the time. Yeah, the, 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 well, the, it's it's literally like we've got Cal Scarada, and then we've got the asshole. Yes, yeah. I, I just I remember can't... him being a massive yeah. asshole. And then <laughs> once everything at Order sixty six had gone to play, like even he was just like, "What are you doing here?" It's like I'm saving my guys. What the fuck do you mm-hmm. mean? I'm hard on them, yeah, but I'm hard on them for a reason. Yeah, because yeah. times like this, where the bullshit starts flying, and to know who their brothers are, and just go and just mm. stay together, kind of thing. Like that's it, it's like, kind of. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was like loving, kind, but still tough parent mm. versus just strict tough parent, but has your best interests at heart kind of thing. Yeah. And they could never see eye to eye with it. Yeah, and, and it's it's funny because like we're almost getting like a reincarnation of him through Paz. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is still that kind of like kind of you know, throwing around his weight. He he kind of uh i'm trying to think of a more polite word than huffs his own farts yeah um but kind of you know he buys into his own shit more than anybody else does yeah he's, he's got he's um, got to stick up his ass a little bit in that way through yeah through season one and two right he's always just kind of been like the guy who like talks talks a big shit or talks a lot of shit but like you kind of know if they go head to head it's not going to turn the out that too, way and though, then we see it in book of boba fett yeah right? the thing with with paz Vizsla specifically is He's got a chip on his shoulder, a big chip on his shoulder, because, you know, um, oh, God, what's the Vizsla's name in Clone Wars? Pre? Yeah, Pre Vizsla, I couldn't remember. Pre, yeah. I was going to say Tar, tar but it's not. Um, but Pre Vizsla wielded the Darksaber, right? And he yeah, was, and was supposed the, to be... All of Mandalore. Yeah, like, and was supposed to be the, the Mandalore, I guess, right? Yeah. And then, well, he was. He was. He was Mandalore for like two and seconds. a half minutes. Yeah, and then dies. Right <laughs> until Maul yeah. kills him. Yeah. But <laughs> the thing is, like, that's got to be a huge chip on his shoulder because when he sees the dark saber and then he wields it and it's so unwieldy, like that's mm. the biggest chip on his shoulder too. He's like, I'm not worthy. What the fuck? Yeah, it's not a birthright thing. Have, it's like you I have, have to earn it. You have to. You have to be able to. Yeah, like respect the people that are supposed to do it. When he sees Bo-Katan wield that thing, oh my god, he's gonna die. He's gonna die inside <laughs> so much. It's it's hard to tell though because I think you'll respect it because like of a, how how everything's shaked out at this point. Yeah, he, he's he's gotten a big glow up this season, right? Yeah. Um Basically, this episode. Well, this episode. Nobody would call bit it last big episode. glow up, but it's like definitely like he's starting to respect the main cast. 
Well, big compared to like he never would have acted this way. No, in, in the last. But something had to happen uh, personal to him to make him do that. Cast now. Yeah, mm. he's gonna be one of the ones from that shot in like the trailers or whatever. Yeah, when yeah. they're all coming down. Yeah, he's in that actually. And, yeah. I, I don't I'm, know. I, I glanced oh. it and I was just like, no. oh, so I thought you meant in season one when he came down and saved uh, Mando. Oh no, yeah, he's oh, yeah, that, yeah. I thought he was there. Yeah, for he's sure, definitely there. It yeah. looked like yeah. it was him. Yeah, he's Which got just like, how old is this guy at this point? Then you know, yeah. I, is he Candorous Ordo kind yeah. of boy? Yeah, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> oh, you know what? God. Yeah, actually. <laughs> but, well, yeah. it, it's interesting. Yeah, um, really fun I, stuff in this episode, honestly. The yeah, the one thing we're missing, and we saw it like a little bit. And it's not like we haven't seen it fully before, but the only thing we're missing that I, I know we'll see, but I'm looking forward to, is the full Cult of the Watch fighting. Um, we got a little bit in season one, but it, you know it, it, it was, was a like one-sided a fight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, I you're mean, fighting bounty bounty hunting scum. Like what fighting? <laughs> what exactly? Just coming together I, I to see fight for Empire. Okay. Yeah, like fighting like, for Mandalore, right? Another force, not just like a beast hmm. kind of thing. Where those yeah. Yeah. Came from. do that. Like, yeah, exactly. I, like going to Mandalore and fighting where those interceptors came from, or like taking on like in some Fang fighters and stuff like that. Taking on like mm. uh, Architens or something that'd be so cool. Um, oh, we're not even Architens. I want to score though. Uh, they or they I, I think Dawn. <laughs> yeah, like See, immediately they, in my head. Dawn, and then find yeah. all this old tech, and then you know get to work on it. Bring Peli from Tatooine oh, to go. To I don't Tatooine. think she wants to leave her her gig with the Jawas. Right, but like um, she's taking a vacation. What do you mean? Maybe. <laughs> All right, my my kind of like dream uh, of this season, and granted, you know, I'm not saying I, I, of course, I'm not saying I know better than the writers, but what I'd love to see is basically you don't know better than John hinted, Favreau and Dave Filoni. What I don't know anything compared to them. I know. Um, even if you know, even if I complain about certain parts of their shows, um, but the, they've kind of hinted that the kind of i guess big middle quest of this season is going to be going and collecting the other mandalorian clans right um and maybe not necessarily rallying them behind the watch but rallying them together for mandalore and i could Mm. also see with that too like changing parts of the children of mandalore children of the watch sorry of like Mm. their cultiness in the Mm -hmm. ways like there was an interview with the uh, lady who plays the armor i can't remember her name off the top of my head but um Mm. she says like the armor is very much set in her ways at this point, yeah. but she is open to dialogue. She's not resistant to change. She seeks other perspectives mm. and is open to those conversations and is not dismissive of those conversations. So that tells me a little bit, maybe, maybe, just me speculating on that. It's like maybe there's going to be conversations between Bo and Din and the armorer and maybe Paz. I don't think Paz has much to say, but... Um, those three just kind of talking about like how can we bring the right parts of Mandalore back together to create what we are and what we're meant to be right because mm. if you are you know keeping the helmets on all the time and all that stuff like that's a very like just cult thing for change. being a cult's yeah. sake right and it's yeah. like really is it gonna damage the culture at all if you have that removed <clears throat> if it's if it's if it's not supposed to be you know, moving forward, is that going to hold Mandalore back as a whole? Maybe? I don't know. I, I think the best argument that... Oh, sorry. Um, Go ahead. I, I think the best argument that they can make in that situation, because the whole thing is like, as far as I can tell, is that the mask is the symbol of a Mandalorian. Yeah. Right? It is that. That's why we never remove it. It's because without this, we're nothing. Um, so I think the best argument would be Bo 
showing them the mythosaur and being like, look, if we can tame this like Mandalore the Great did, that's our symbol. This is the symbol. This is us. We don't need the helmets anymore. I'm going to Mandalore and watch the Mandalore ride Mandalor- the, yeah. the Mythosaur. Yeah, we don't. We know we're Mandalorians. This is how we know we're Mandalorians is is by the connection that we reforge with the Mythosaur. Um, so yeah, that that could be interesting. One of the things too that's interesting is just like in the old Republic, like Mandalorians were much more widespread, much more known, mm. everything like that, and it was name that once they heard the name and because every your last name was no longer your last name once you joined them your last name was the clan last name right mm. so it's just like so i'm going to use the ordos again for example candorus was running around on um Taris for the longest time everybody knew he was mandalorian he was he was just he was bounty hunting it up but everybody knew the way he mm. fought the way he talked everything it was mandalorian was his whole being at that point he became a mandalore at that point the helmet on off wasn't a thing. So wherever the wherever Death Watch, then not even Death Watch, wherever the children got this idea from. Yeah, but with the children, it's just like at the time where they needed that was probably a time where like, okay, everything's gone to shit. We mm. have nothing anymore. Nobody recognizes us. We don't even recognize yourselves. Like if you were to turn to the next person and look at them and be like, oh, is that a Mandalorian? Is that a Mandalorian? But if you turn to the next person beside you and see a helmet as well, that's Mandalorian. That's Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. You take that off, you've you've destroyed something that we share. Yeah. So I can see that helmet thing is just being like a. Not only is it for everybody to know we're Mandalorian, but it's for us to feel solidarity and comfort at knowing that we are around each other, kind mm-hmm. of thing like that. And it's like you're not fully one of us till you put this thing on yeah. and keep it on, kind of thing. Like I I can see what they're. I believe what they're going for. It may be completely wrong. Yep. Um. But I'd like to I'd like to see it in that light because at that point it's not more so just like a one of us one of us yeah. kind of cult sort of board, thing, but board, more like part of the ship, part it's, of the crew. it's more it's more family brotherhood sisterhood mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it kind of thing. More it's like a clan. That. It's a solidarity yeah. thing yeah. where it's just it's, like it's like a creed brought about by the darkest. It's hour. a culture yes. and not a cult. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so have you guys ever heard of the character Mandalore the Redeemer? So it's like if 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 are Bo- you talking about hold on one wait, second so if, the if, redeemer so if Bo Katan became Mandalore what would her title be the preserver yeah. <laughs> was was Candorus. Ordo was he, yeah. wait Candorus oh, okay Candorus Ordo was Mandalore the preserver he became Mandalore that's cool. yeah. oh. Uh, Spoilers. Yeah, that's man, it. dude. It's, it's, you know how how many years it's been since since. Uh, no, dude, I don't care. It's fine. Like, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, okay. No, I just no, didn't know it's, that. It's, it's not that. I'm just saying it to myself in the sort yeah. of way where it's just like it's things I feel should should you be know. general knowledge. Yeah. Where it's just like I you played it like 16 times to... and I've not played it yet. Yeah, yeah it's it, no worries. It's it's only it's because he was Mandalorian around at the same time that this kind of shit is happening. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. big yeah, wars. Yeah. The wars were constantly the constant warfare was decimating their troops to the point yeah. where there's like we have to fucking stop for a bit. Yeah, and mm. war ain't everything. Like we need to yeah. cement ourselves in this galaxy. Yeah, and... because by that by that point as well, they were running out of bat. They didn't. They barely had any basilisk droids. Yeah, they weren't even really. They didn't even really have a presence on their home planet. It was just so many Can't things. Tell him was. about the thing that happened on the yep. planet. Yep. With the yep. thing yeah, that anything that happens in that game, I would appreciate not to be told about, place. but that's yeah. okay. So if there, anybody there, deserves he, it, Candorus definitely he, does. There, he gives he gives a very apt description of why they had to like 
take a minute. Yeah. Um, oh, and shit. it's interesting because it... Hmm? So if this it, is in chronological order, then Preserver, mm-hmm. right? Then the Lesser, which leads us right into the older pup, Swotor, which is the Vindicated, which is the Mandalore oh, okay. in the game. Oh, that's right. The yeah, the one the who, one who you join you join yeah, his yeah. clan to become a Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Or gets very angry if you're like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Which the fact so, that you would say no is like you better coming coming back to the episode just quick, the rescuing Ragnar part I thought was really cool. Cause like I said, it, it reminded me of I've only played a handful of Monster Hunter stuff. Like I've not played through entire games or stuff like that. But from my experience mm-hmm. and from what I know about the series, it very much felt like that. As like you're going to hunt the big monster, you got to go to their nest, you got to do the tracking, you got to find out where they mm-hmm. are, plan a little like get up there and everything, and and take it out right. That's um, true. The the, the like back not, and everything. Yeah. Yeah, they lose points for not wielding weapons twenty five times I'm, the size yeah. of themselves, and but... like having gun <laughs> gun spears and stuff like that. Hey, hey, the gun lance is a completely legitimate weapon. I'm sure it is. In, in your like OC, for sure. Bow, yeah. Just like how you've got a bow and a bow gun in that game. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, just great. Anyways. Overall, a fantastic episode. I feel like there's not a lot we can complain about in this episode. And honestly, like, when I saw Ahmed Best come on the screen, I immediately was like, dude that's the guy that's the thing they did the thing <laughs> and then my dogs that were i was at my mom's and the dogs that were there they're just like yo what the hell is going out. on like oh. scared yeah because there are two <laughs> puppies and then bueller right so it's funny because we had a sliding scale um because ed mentioned before the podcast that he was like oh and uh he seems like a he's gonna be an important character and then in the credits was like oh shit okay i'm at best um and i was in the middle because the doors opened and i was like oh is that is that Ahmed Best? And like, the thing kept going. I was like, I'm like, I'm like 85% sure that's him. I, I just need to wait for the, and then in the credits, I was like, oh, okay, cool. It is. So we've got like a, a sliding scale of, of recognition. Um, but to be fair, you know, we never see him without the, the CGI before this. So. Did you know but Pre Vizsla was voiced by John Favreau? Yes, yes. Yes. That's how we got in. So How the fuck did I not know? So <laughs> apparently so this is what happened. So back in the day when John Favreau was working on Iron Man, mm-hmm. Dave Filoni was working on the Clone what? Wars. We I, I know the story you're yeah. telling, and it's good for the audience to know. We all heard this. Did we? <laughs> yeah, we've we talked it, about it, it before. I just yeah, didn't know he was the voice of Pre That's how we got yeah, that's how we got the yeah. role, essentially. Yeah, because because we were that was at celebration twenty nineteen. Oh, that's uh, right. The Mando panel. That's yeah, right. Also, so no, like I say it again because yeah. for audience mem- or for the people listening, they might not have heard. Yeah. It, so basically, but... J- Dave Filoni brings in John Favreau and they're talking and they're just like, "Hey, like, oh, I'm working on Iron Man and stuff like that." And Dave Filoni's like, "Oh, come on in, like, come check check out what we're doing here for the Clone Wars and stuff." And he's talking about Mandalorians and things. And then he's like, "Hey, you want to voice a character?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." He's like, "Okay, we'll come do Pre Vizsla." And then the thing that I re- realized recently, which he was saying in interviews for this season of Mandalorian, was originally George Lucas and everybody had previously using a vibro saber, mm. but it changed to the dark saber when he's like he mm. can't go head to head with lightsabers Maul. that frequently yeah. and like with Maul and stuff like that. So mm. we need to make it something better. So ma- Lucas made it the dark saber, and then now it's evolved from. It was a vibro saber to the dark saber to the dark saber having a lineage to now being in mm. the Mandalorian, and you're like, holy <laughs> shit! What yeah. what a change of story that really created it's, a lot of opportunity for Dave Filoni and John Favreau, right? It, it's a very interesting kind of look to it as well, like the, this kind of history of the dark saber, because from its onset, 
there was it, it balanced on like a knife's edge of being like cool and legit and like edgy fan fiction like a little bit right because it's like yeah but i get what you're saying saying i'm saying it first right because it's like oh okay so it's like a mandalorian one and so it's special because it's like black and white okay it's like a thing because you know the the spiel we get in the beginning is like ah this was this was stolen by our ancestors from your precious jedi temple and it's like oh boy it was ours initially yeah but but they don't say that they did yeah in in the the episode he does I'm pretty sure it's Rebels, because I'm pretty sure when Fen Rao says this, the history of the Darksaber. That was on top of it. You get to know it's Tar, Tar Vizsla's stuff, but he said... Yeah, Tar Vizsla, but... In the Clone Wars, I, he does say to, it, yeah. I'd have, to see it, I'd have to see the thing yeah. again, because I'm pretty sure he says this was stolen uh, from your precious Jedi, from the precious Jedi Temple by our ancestors. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I thought that was it. And then when... That, and that's why for me it was like, eh, that's like super, super special OC don't, donut steal to you know it's hanging on that balance right like it's cool i dig it but it's got a special color and it's like oh it's like oh we were so cool we stole from the jedi but then in rebels um when fen rao gives that explanation at least for me right because yeah. i i have to go back and see it again um then it's like oh cool there's a whole established history we get the first jedi mandalorian tarvisla um and like this whole thing of he's the one who created it so that's why they stole it and it's like oh now it's now that's more integrated it's cool and now you know going forward to people freaking out when Gideon activates it in Mandalorian. That's cool. Uh, and just, you know, it's like, oh, it, like it, it's, it's cool kind of seeing these ripple effects. It, it works for, you know, other things too. We've talked, I've talked a million times about how much I hated Ahsoka in the, in the Clone Wars movie. Um, Every, uh, to them. Not everybody, but a lot of people did. Well, yeah, most people. And there's a reason why her character started to develop. I didn't so realize that that was, that movie existed until I watched the re- entirety of one to six seasons. And then oh, I went yeah. back and I saw that. Cause it's like, Oh, there's a movie? Oh, okay, I'll watch that. It's like, oh. gotta watch it. And you're like, whoa, it comes <laughs> you're a long in the way. You're fucking desert with no speeder. What are you laughing yeah. at? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I no, hate I, that I, fucking thing. I, I, can't fights. Yeah. Yeah. I started with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, a lot of people I was did. like, oh, Clone Wars movie? You know what? I, lo- I love the Clone Wars. I've read all the comics at that point. Let's go. Oh my God, it fucking sucks. It's so bad. Christophs has had it's rough. the worst start and then a really great part from... Um, there's two there's two like space battles above yeah. christophsis where like uh admiral 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 Branch, trench trench yes yeah, the, the spider yeah, spider the admiral. Ship, right? yeah. yeah. That, i love when he dies and too then... and his like his legs curl in like, yeah that's good oh well that's that's season seven yeah. um i think the first time we see it is with the stealth ship right? it is yes. yeah yeah but no and i love then... the part when he does die that was cool the 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 Kinlan Voss and Asaz Ventress in the book Dark Disciple when they yeah. go down and they, they're on Christophsis again no mm. like that planet saw so much fucking war like, yeah, oh yeah yeah um, but yeah it's, it's just like oh yeah sorry because I was trying to remember Christophsis from Clone Wars yeah it was just interesting because I started with the movie and I was like wow this show's gonna suck and so I didn't watch season one um and then season two, like this, this is why I talk about this episode so much. I was, I saw season two and I was like, all right, let's, let's, let's give it a watch. And I saw landing a point rain. I was like, wow, this is amazing. What the fuck? This is star Wars D day is the rest of the sea. And so then I went back and watched season one and it wasn't as good. No, yeah, you're like, Oh but, no. Yeah. But it was better than the movie. And, yeah. and so then starting to see Ahsoka's uh, character development, I was like, wow. Okay. You know, I'll keep watching. Like this is pretty cool. And then we get season three, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm locked in. And then from four onwards, it's like, oh, fuck, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, 
Clone Wars was, I think, the first TV show um, in in that section of my life, right, like teenager ish, where it was like, no, actually, there was two. There were there were two cartoon shows at that point that was like, okay, I need to make sure I'm watching this as it's coming out. Yeah, um, was, I didn't watch Clone Wars when it came yeah. out. Actually, <laughs> I, I watched it after because like when mm. Episode Three came out. To me, that was the last Star Wars thing I heard about, and then Clone Wars came out a few years later. But I was in high school and I was, you know, busy playing games and doing homework and all that stuff. And I just, I left Star Wars by the wayside for like four or five years. And then I came back to it in university and I'm like, what's Clone Wars? And I watched it. I'm like, yo, this is, this is amazing. Like, what, what, how have I been sleeping on this? And then by the time I finished Clone Wars, I got to watch Rebels and I got to watch all the other stuff and like kind of going to this. So it was kind of like a perfect timing of getting back into it. His things were this coming to the why, head. It was good. This is why he hadn't played the fucking Cold Tour games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is why we're suffering for it now. It's true. No, that's, that's a great point because I, play, I played Cold Tour 2 in all that throughout time. those yeah. years. Was it was, that, yeah. Those yeah. were the formative Star Wars years yeah. for me, man. I was, I was playing, playing Rock Band and Guitar Hero. <laughs> yep. It was during those years. I, I was. I, I mean, was I played those too. It was fun. Those <laughs> are good. Yeah, but for me, it was like speeding my way through KOTOR 2 and Dragon Age Origins and just yeah. being like, oh my god, RPGs are amazing. <laughs> yeah. And now, not so much. All right. <laughs> well, not from that company. Yeah, yeah. Dateable. But yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that does it for this oh, episode. Oh, loves yeah? Anthem! Guys, please, Anthem! Sorry. <laughs> Wasn't it called Beyond before? Jeez. Beyond? Anthem. It was oh, yeah. Beyond. So everybody yeah. showed up to that E3 wearing Beyond yeah. shirt. Yeah. And they're like, Anthem. where the fuck is Anthem. our game? And then Anthem gets, they're like, what the shit is that? That's our game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a whole mess. It had the potential to be really cool, but Destiny had already gotten there. So they're just like, what do they not let you do in Destiny? They don't let you fly. What? You fly mm-hmm. for 10 seconds. Well, the trailer will make it seem like you can fly forever. Yeah. Buy well, our game. Yeah. It'll be like, one big, yeah. And potential to be very cool is why Ed and I are both fucking terrified of Dreadwolf. <laughs> so we'll see. You, know, you may get to hear our reactions leak in for that one. But yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of like yeah. any other Easter eggs that were in that episode. Outside of like the course on Peak was the other big one. Like I guess Lat, I mean, seeing Lat gunships again in live action is nice. Yeah, I think the one thing that we oh. kind of glanced over just just quick before you jump on that mm. is just quick with Grogu. It might be is, the same thing. Is oh never mind. So with Grogu. We have stuff where, like, he's a little afraid to show everybody that he can use the Force, I think. Mm. In the fact that, like, in the broader galaxy, like, as a Jedi, like, you're not supposed to do that right now. Because the Empire and, like, all these people really fucking hate the Jedi, especially Mandalorians, right? So, the fact that Din's like, it's okay. Like, you can show them what you're made of, right? And, like, it's okay around these people to do this kind of stuff, right? And for him to Mm. do that, I thought was nice. When the armor really, like, brought Grogu in and was like, you know, like, let's... You know, you're part of our stuff now. I don't see you as a threat. You are a foundling. You are part of our culture. You're not able to take the creed yet, but you are still part of us. And I'm going to show you part of our culture, right? And like, it was full acceptance, like hands down, right? And I, I, I loved how it was like, hands down, they doesn't matter who you are, where you come from or what it is, they are going to accept you. Until you take off the helmet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's but it's even a, then, cool. like it wasn't. But they didn't accept. It has to be. Yeah, it has there was to be like that. It's all. Yes. It's That's a whole all in or nothing. Yeah. Sorry. At that point, there's no halfways. Yeah. No. Yeah. But it, 
it, it is a cool yeah and, and then there was another easter egg i remembered uh that i really uh enjoyed but um it, it is a cool callback as well to legends right because mandalorians weren't all humans yeah in legends it was like any anyone can join a, the mandalorian cult yes or not cult the mandalorian uh, ideology yeah um and culture yeah you just need to be good enough like, yeah. we don't ex- we don't accept scrubs Weakness. Um, um yeah and you know they cool. show that in stuff like the swoop score uh, storyline right where you know you go through no noobs and it's like oh i'm well no seriously <laughs> yeah, yeah. like certain certain things where it's like uh oh you have to go fight this other mandalorian what if i kill him what if you kill him who cares it's like what yeah and you should have been better then mm. um certain things like that right where it, it's it's cool to then see that same thing it's like yeah we accepted you in i'm not gonna go back on that now um yeah, it was just kind of like a nice nod to, I guess. But the the other thing that I I it, I guess it's still an Easter egg, but uh, man, after watching so much Bad Batch, uh, hearing the clones with Tamara Morrison's voice in this episode was a very nice uh, kind of uh, nostalgia hit. Right? I love that. It's, it's been a while. Yeah, like D. Bradley Baker does an amazing job at, with the clones, right? But there's something about the OG just just hearing uh, them, or you know. T- uh, Tamora again lending his voice to be the clones that was really mm-hmm. cool yeah because he's been obi-wan kenobi he's been in this mm. and i'm assuming we're gonna see it going forward into um you know possibly into the future like in like present day mando stuff yeah possibly right it, until it, the clones are gone his voice will always remain at the ready yeah. kind of thing. well i mean even for yeah. boba fett obviously we get that too right so yeah yeah but there's but there's something you know the difference between him talking like Boba Fett and then just hearing blast them like yeah, that yeah, in that tomorrow there's, there's a difference like, oh. there is a slight yeah <laughs> oh it's it's such a nice little nostalgia trip all right um and then and then of course as soon as I say blast them now in the back of my head is watch those wrist rockets yeah like, okay well Goddamn that it. wasn't him saying it but still <laughs> yeah super battle droid I want to hear him yeah. say clankers uh, <laughs> that would be funny yeah yeah that's good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that does it for this episode. Thank you guys for jumping on on a late night for this one. And uh, let's get into the outro. Welcome to the outro of The Mandalorian Chapter 20, The Foundling. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. And uh, I want to hear, and I think these guys also want to hear more voicemails because we had one from Real Farm Boy a couple episodes ago, and we really enjoyed, you know, interacting with uh, that voicemail and, and RFB. So if you're one of those people that want to get your opinion on the air, send in a voicemail through email, or you can send us other things. But Ed, how and where can they do that? You can do that multiple ways, only if you acknowledge that Karen Travis was the one who invented the word Mandalore. And then, <laughs> like, Mandalore from the Mandoa, and then Mandalore for a general basic. So if we want to start calling people Mandalorian and using Mandalore and all that, give her her flowers. <laughs> Please. I don't know what pronoun she Maybe wants. Maybe we'll get a Karen Travis anymore, book in like, canon. That'd be cool. That. I really hope so. Yeah. And somehow find a way to just, just do them over, but reprint them yeah. as canon. I'll be happy. Rescue <laughs> all that awesome lore. We can but, do, we can do yes. reviews on them on the podcast. If you, if you oh, do... Yeah. Agree, please i will love to do so uh but yeah if you also enjoy uh that work i'm only bringing it up because this is the mandalorian and there are a (laughs) lot of mandalorian things karen driver should be thanked for that are being used right now and not being to our knowledge shared so given the proper dues yes yes so that's something to do if you agree if you don't agree 
come chat with us. There's many ways to do so. You can find us over at voiceofthevoice.com. That's where all this information will be. But while you're there and you're looking for this information, you know, maybe check out the sh- check out the shop. Shop's a nice thing to see. No, you can have a little browser. Supports on, us, you know, yeah. Blending, but it supports us, and we'd appreciate it. That is shop.voiceoftheforce.com. You can contact us by email. That is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. On social media, we are on Twitter. We are also on Instagram. On both of those channels, we are at voiceforcepod. Any retweets or reposts of our new episode tweets, it does help with growing the listener base, so it really is appreciated. We'll be on Twitch, like Noma said, soon. Hopefully, depending on what happens with Bad Batch, we might have a little gap in between where Bad Batch is done, but there's nothing coming out yet because we're working on stuff to actually put on Twitch that we're going to be doing. So keep your eyes out for that. That would be twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming. On Twitter, if you see any of the stories, or Instagram stories maybe is where you might see because those show up more popularly. You'll see like, hey, we're live streaming right now. Come check it out. Finally, listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. If you do leave a five-star review and a comment, it does help with visibility, and you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, guys. And remember, Ahmed is the best. Were you waiting the whole episode? Yes. If you were waiting to do that, not days. You know what? I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sticking to it. Good night, everybody.